0: podcast brought to you by Team Corker, where we uncork the stories of remarkable people. And we're biased because we're Corkers. So (laughs) today's podcast is featuring Matt and Steph. (laughs) While we were doing our test run, Matt told me to talk like I normally would. And I said, I'm always talking like I normally would.
1: (laughs) Hi, bro. Hey. How's it going? You know what? Today's a great day.
0: Today's a great day. I like a great day.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, we're going to dive right in. I want to know how you spent the first sixty minutes of your day today.
1: Good question. Today, the first sixty minutes of my day, I woke up. um, I gave Chad a hug, and it's just so important, you know. And then I (laughs) I need to
0: interrupt because my husband wishes that he would wake up and I would still be in bed. (laughs) And of course, my perfect brother rolls over and gives his perfect no, husband like, a hug. Okay,
1: so <laughs> clarify. Usually, Chad wakes up like an hour and a half before he needs to be anywhere, so that he doesn't feel rushed. Right. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I need to be somewhere in 15 minutes. I'm going to set my alarm for 16 minutes, so I have a minute to get ready <laughs> and get out the door. Got so it. usually, it's like a a great day if we're like both up and get to hug. Got you know? it.
0: Beautiful. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like. Connect with Chad and put on some uh, gear and headed out to Movement 108 for a workout with some friends. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. How do you spend the mornings though?
0: Well, the... Uh, like,
1: <clears throat> I feel like our mornings are very different. <laughs>
0: our mornings are typically and, like, different. And like, usually
1: people talk about like, great CEOs and high performance leaders have very set or like consistent morning routines. Mm-hmm. I feel like your morning routine is... Yeah, very different than mine. So what's yours like?
0: Yeah, I wanted to talk about morning routines on the podcast today because exactly to that point, we hear about high performers do all of these things and this is what CEOs do in the morning. And yeah. uh, I, I mean, with great respect, I, I love learning these things. I love learning how Steve Jobs used to spend his mornings. Yeah. Um, yet I think there's something that's super real about just knowing how you know maybe normal people like you and I what we do. And so you mentioned setting your alarm 1 minute before you need to get up. Yeah. I would say that of the first 60 minutes that I'm awake in the morning, probably 15 minutes of those 60 are spent um getting dressed, brushing my teeth, morning routine and the next 45 <clears throat> and maybe a few more minutes after that are spent sweating. Mm. So, um, my morning.
1: 45. <laughs> that is like the <laughs> shortest workout you've ever done. In well,
0: I, we're only talking about 60 minute increments.
1: Okay.
0: Yes. <laughs> I said like 45 minutes continues on, but of the first 60 minutes. Um...
1: The Ironman said she just did a four, 45 minute workout. <laughs> oh, stop.
0: What I really mean is that I like to wake up and be organized. So if I am going yeah. for a ride in the morning, my water bottles are already in the fridge. My mm. nutrition's laid out. My outfit is laid out. I know what's going in my jersey pockets. I literally wake up. My toothbrush is always charged. It never runs out of battery. It's charged for a morning brush. brush. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a funny word there. Um, and and I don't like to waste time. In fact, I will often not check my phone um, for anything other than like if I'm meeting a training partner, right. have they texted to never bail because you don't have training partners that bail, but maybe right. there was a change in plans. Right. Um, And once upon a time, I would think, you know, I can wake up in the morning and get all of these things done before the workout. Mm. And what I realized is my best life and my favorite, my, my favorite way of a morning is just get up and get at it. So mm. wake up, take care of business and get out the door. And once that workout is complete, then I feel like my morning routine actually gets to start. Mm. Um, And it's so different for so many people,
1: for sure. I think that there's a lot of um, articles and advertising about CEOs and the like that share their morning routine. And what I don't see a lot of these days is What is the young entrepreneur doing? Mm. Or what was the CEO of Amazon doing when it was only him? Yeah. You know, like, it's nice that you now run a billion dollar company and you have this team of people and yeah, you get to... And you
0: have an hour to (laughs) meditate in the morning. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Like, great. (laughs) Awesome. You know? And... Like, I don't meditate in the morning. I meditate before I go into my yoga classes so that I'm, like, grounded and ready. Yeah. Um,
0: Wait, no disrespect. If you have an hour in the morning to meditate or 10 minutes, I mean, it's magical time, most certainly. Um, Yeah. It's just the reality of a a different life than Jeff at Amazon.
1: Well, I think that – and then there's the – Um, don't look at your phone in the first hour. And I'm like, actually my phone is my calendar. And the first hour of my day is usually prioritizing what needs to get done or do I need to rejig anything before my day gets going so that I am really intentional in my mornings to set me up for success in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So
0: hold uh, on, let's pause there. So that your first 60 minutes is how you wake up, you give love and Typically go and sweat. Yeah. We're similar in that regard. (laughs) Shocking. Um, Yet, now what does the first 60 minutes at your desk look like? First 60 minutes Um, in the
1: office. First 60 minutes of the office, it depends on, I would say it depends on the day. Mm. So first 60 minutes on a Monday usually mean setting up my week to do. Mm. It's doing a quick scan of my inbox and deleting all the junk mail that I don't even need to consider. Mm. Um, it, th- yeah, it's prioritizing what my one-on-ones in the team meeting for Mondays look like. And then if it was, let's say a Thursday and I sat down at my desk, um, the first thing I would do would be to look at what my to-do list is because I keep my to-do list in my inbox separate. So it's like, what? where do- did you learn that? Um, that is from
0: GSD. Yeah,
1: getting things done by David Allen.
0: Ah, David right on. Allen. Yeah. Getting things done, not getting shit done. <laughs> yeah. Got it.
1: Transformed how I look at productivity. Cool. Essentially, nothing should be in your email inbox as a to-do item, and you should only read an email once. Right. So if you're reading emails more than once, you're not effective in your management of tasks. Because email is a form of communication. So it's like having the same conversation over and over again.
0: That's powerful. So. I remember when our friend Alex Godin came to Vancouver and told us that Mm. um, by you emailing me, you're telling me what my priorities should be. And so he would look at his inbox once a day or something like that.
1: I actually received an email that from someone recently that had an auto responder And they said, I'm only checking emails on Monday and Wednesday. So if you've emailed me on any other day, just know you're going to get an email back on Monday and Wednesday. And I was like, thank you for managing expectations, one. And the invitation to text and call. Like We have so many other rich channels of communication Mm -hmm. that we don't need to be tied to an inbox. So I try to stay out of my inbox right away. I look at my to-do list and what my priorities are. And so I would say the next 60 minutes are usually when I dive into communication. But if I need to like write an article or write a proposal for a client or prepare for a workshop that we're delivering later that week or that afternoon, then that's usually the time that I, I do it early in the day when I'm still like, yeah, let's do this. Cause by two o'clock I'm like time to change things. Got it. Yeah.
0: 60 minutes at home, 60 minutes at the office. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am fascinated by routines. <laughs> I'm also fascinated by communication styles, email, text, and the like. That might need to be another podcast of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, my first 60 minutes in the office have shifted a little bit toward the end of last year, I would say. Mm. And it was after some conversation with you. And it's, it's easy to feel, um, I don't want to say overwhelmed. It's like beautifully full, (laughs) beautifully full when people want to speak with you all the time or often. And sometimes I can look at my calendar and just think like this phone is going to grow out of my ear all day long with back-to-back conversations. And it, it fuels me. It, It gets me very excited. I love having these conversations. I love speaking to the people that, you know, I really truly believe I have the privilege of, of connecting with. Um, however, if I don't spend the first 60 minutes of my day in the office wisely, I do find it throws the rest of my day off dramatically. so
1: what would you define as wisely?
0: Yes, wisely. So, um, not wisely is social media.
1: Uh, I'm (laughs) such a culprit of that. I like go on and Instagram is like such an easy hole yeah <laughs> to go well down.
0: here's what I have discovered at our office we are on the fourth floor mm. and I don't have a fob to take the stairs up so I can only take the stairs down mm. which means I need to take the elevator up and in that this specific building for whatever reason the elevator is not especially fast <laughs> so I give myself from the time I press up oh. to scroll Instagram right. it's like I get my hit of Whatever the heck is happening in the world, and by the time I leave the elevator on the fourth floor,
1: right.
0: Instagram out.
1: You Instagram in the elevator like other people would Instagram in the bathroom. Fair, <laughs> but sometimes that's like a really extra long poo when you really are <laughs> 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 like, I'm done, fiber I'm still.
0: <laughs> that's when you get a, a poo bum. I mean, you know, the toilet <laughs> ring on your bum. <laughs> What? If you sit on the toilet for too long, don't you get a ring on your bum? An indent? This is incorrect. Okay. I vow to not talk about this. Anyway. um, This is what my favorite training partner does before a race. He always Instagrams on the toilet. And I'm like, get off. It's my turn to use the toilet now.
1: In like a porta potty?
0: No, at our home, of oh, course.
1: I was like... Instagramming on a porta potty. That's
0: completely inappropriate.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Okay, that failed to come out in our mor- first 60 minutes in the morning. That's another interesting conversation. Who poos in the first 60 minutes or not?
1: Yeah, being regular is actually a very oh, my important soul. conversation. Wait,
0: we are going in a weird, odd, perfect direction. But these new poo stands that your husband purchased? Oh
1: yeah, no, the Squatty Potties.
0: Oh my soul. Yeah. They change the game.
1: Well, it's really good if your feet are elevated, if you're right. sitting on the toilet. Squatty Potties. Squatty Potties. They come in twos at Costco and Vancouver. For. oh We're, they too. yeah it's two. so perfect so if you have two bathrooms in your place yeah. or you want to go in halfers with a friend
0: well <laughs> yeah um I came we're like over not sponsored your... by
1: Squatty Potty, but if I were sponsored sponsor for by the... Squatty
0: Potty, that would be so <laughs> on brand. Uh, when I came to your home for your Christmas party mm-hmm. and you always, of course, have beautiful candles in your bathroom, but I was mesmerized by your Squatty <laughs> Potties and I was like, Christmas came early at this house.
1: <laughs> There's certain things that are like... Um, I don't want to call them, like, hippie-ish, but they're, like, more new age Mm. that I find very valuable. Essential oils, oil of oregano, crystals, (laughs) daily mantras. Squatty potties. Squatty potties. And there are times when Chad just, like, rolls his eyes and is like, my crazy husband, And so when Chad said, I want a squatty potty, like, I couldn't get a squatty potty faster into our apartment. I was like, done. Thank you
0: so much. Yeah. Like,
1: you do not have to ask me twice on this one. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'd like to just revert back to how I spend the first 16 minutes in the office. (laughs) By the time I'm out of the elevator and I'm done with Instagram, um, my role at the Corker Co. is to be the chief staff officer.
1: Uh, (laughs) Not technically, but Uh, self-proclaimed title.
0: Self-proclaimed. You got CEO. Come on. (laughs) You also
1: self-proclaimed
0: that. It is most important to me that I am focused on driving the business forward. Mm Mm-hmm. It is why I started the business. It's what I wake up in the morning to do. Mm -hmm. And I am very clear on what is revenue generating and what is gratitude and love generating. And I do that. Mm. So I typically have a list of people that have been on my mind that I have, perhaps I've noticed them do something awesome and it might have been on social media. Um, It might have been in the world, in a magazine, I always send them a note. I send them a text. I send them an email. I don't comment on social. I mean, I may, and I'll probably use too many emojis. Uh, yet, I don't want to necessarily get lost in comments. And
1: if like you'll I really... Still, you'll still comment on social media, but this is what what you're saying is that you're you, when you want to like highlight and really give out rad shout outs...
0: When I want to give love, I give love via
1: another
0: form of communication. I'm also mindful. I might even write a card or a postcard. Um, Mm -hmm. for me, it doesn't need to be public, I guess is my point. Yeah. So I am clear on, um, Sending love every morning. I'm also clear on revenue generating activities. And that was one of the most valuable things that I committed to was the first three things I did every day were revenue generating for the business. And sometimes it feels gross to say that. And you think why? And then I think because we are in the business of making money to make a greater purpose. And I know that that is the work that I love to do. That is why we have a business. And so... Um, it provided, it really just provided ruthless focus for me. Mm. And when I could do those things first, then everything else, everything else followed. The problem with that is (laughs) I want to spend the last 60 minutes of my day doing non-revenue generating things. Mm. And that could be at like 10 o'clock at night. Right. I have no concept of when the end sixty minutes are. Right. It's a huge downfall. It's like I know sleep matters. I know I need to not be in front of my computer and not in front of my phone. And I I totally get that. Yeah. And I haven't mastered it at all. Um. And sometimes I actually am okay with it because I love it so much. Yeah. But that's an addiction, and my eyes deserve different things, and sleep matters most.
1: I think for me, I was really inspired in Copenhagen when I was doing my MBA, and Lent came around, and you know, you usually give up something for Lent as the Catholic tradition, and so not being Catholic, I still wanted to participate in that. I the, that notion, people do cleanses of mm-hmm. all sorts of things all throughout the year. Um, There's just some more momentum around this time of the year. And so I gave up my iPod way back in the day when you actually had an iPod and not all your music on your phone. And I loved plugging my music in and riding my bike around Copenhagen singing to my iPod. And I did 30 days without my iPod. My flatmate at the time took my iPod and put it in his desk drawer so I wouldn't be tempted. And I learned so much about My relationship to music, my desire, like what a good bike ride around the city feels like to me. And I really appreciate when we like take away something that we have a strong attachment to. Mm -hmm. And there are times where people are like, take away your phone and get away from screens. And I hear all of that. And I think it's so valuable. And what I would actually offer is do it in shorter periods of time to actually see if it makes a difference or what impact it does. Yeah. So, you know, Damn Early Days is run by Chasing Sunrise and they encourage everyone to wake up at I think it's 430. 430 in the morning. Shout out to Julian for creating such a cool tribe of people. Um and I did it last year and what it taught me was I procrastinated and did all my procrastinating between 430 and 530 in the morning. Wow. So it was like the social media was all of the things that deterred me away from focusing during the day and so then by five thirty, I had no excuses not to be productive hmm. and so that was really interesting because other people would be like you have an extra hour like yeah. write your book that you've always wanted to or read extra pages or journal or meditate or go exercise and I was like I already have to be up at 5 30 to go teach yoga in the morning when I was mm-hmm. teaching a lot of morning classes okay I'm
0: gonna interrupt because we need to keep going here I and this is what I want to know I want to know how you manage interruptions Mm. How do you manage? <laughs> Classic travel. Yeah. How do you manage? Were you getting up at four thirty if you were on the road? Do you mm. get up at four thirty? Like, how does? How do you manage that?
1: I think during my like everyday life, when things happen, so outside of the damn early days context, when I have to be on the road or somewhere else in the world, I keep my my morning routine pretty similar. But my morning routine is also very simple. So it's not elaborate. I don't have to like take a special tea. I don't have to do like a certain meditation in the mornings all the time in a certain location. So it's like get up, have a shower, get ready, focus on the top three for the day, move my body in some fashion, whether it's a self-workout in a hotel gym or it's going to a class wherever I'm located. Yeah. How about you? How do you...
0: Got it. So pretty consistent. Um, <clears throat> I try very hard to plan travel, maniacally, <laughs> admittedly, <laughs> uh, according to my mornings in Vancouver. Right. So I want the hotel that's closest to a Whole Foods so that I know that I can have breakfast and I can buy groceries for the next day. Mm. And I want to know proximity to a gym or a treadmill or a running trail or a swimming pool right. um and I want to be you know I plan flights so that I can get a morning workout in before I get on a flight mm. and I plan to come home in time that I can get enough sleep that I can wake up the next morning mm. um my husband actually calls travel the monkey wrench and if you can make it through the monkey wrench then you can maintain your habits at home Uh, and I think it's really difficult I mean eating in airports alone is Uh, the worst the worst yeah yeah it's very fascinating do you ever
1: pack your always I bring an
0: entire bag of food
1: no way always well you're pro I'm not I don't pack my own I'm
0: so hungry have you met a hungry (laughs) Steph Corker
1: I I have to be honest (laughs) um
0: okay I want to wrap this what's making your heartbeat faster
1: Oh, gosh. Um, so February is when I go back to Bali. Um, I mentioned previously that I'm preparing for the sessions, and I'm so excited to meet everyone. And one of my jobs, one of the reasons that I'm there, is to help the new trainees take themselves less seriously. So that they like get over looking good and trying to impress people, and they just get to like bring themselves to um, each class and ultimately their life. And how we do that is by having dance parties. (laughs) Amazing. And so I get to create little dance parties that are secret dance parties. So like you don't, they're not actually full choreographed dances, but like they're movement things that all of a sudden you're like dancing and having fun and laughing at each other. And it's really cool. And so I've created some new dances. (laughs) I'm really excited uh, to share them with people. What about you? What's making your heart beat faster?
0: Well, along a similar vein... (laughs) I am I am creating a new workout that I hope to launch in Vancouver March first and it is an eighties workout and you do eighty repetitions of my favorite eight moves along with a dirty dozen core routine. And in the vein of 80s, I have become obsessed with 80s workout apparel, dance classes, etc. I you
1: never want to see Steph Corker
0: (laughs) Forget you. Leotard all the way. Have you seen those slouch socks? As
1: long as you have slouch socks.
0: Yeah, slouch socks. And I have all of the tips from Richard Simmons. So if you want to know how Richard Simmons suggests anything, I've pretty much heard it bow down yeah internet yo (laughs) um that's a wrap love you long time love
1: you too (laughs) thanks for listening everyone